so this is frustrating because my microphone sounds like trash garbage. My RE20's not working, so now I'm moving over to a SM58 like a peasant over here. Basically, my microphone stopped working, so um, I'm mad now. Bang a dang a dang. Bing bong boom. Hello. Yo. That took forever. Dude. My fancy microphone doesn't work anymore. Oh, no. I actually think it's my preamp processor. Oh, that sounds expensive. It is expensive. And it's the <laughs> thing that makes my voice sound very good. Mm-hmm. And then it also does a thing where it's got a limiter on it. This is a dorky thing, but like your dad would know what I'm talking about. And your sister probably too. Where like breathing noise, it won't record mm -hmm. that. A car driving by... Mm -hmm. it won't pick up that frequency. And so it makes Got everything it. really clean. So this is going to be maybe a dirty episode. I don't know. That's all right. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I don't know why I'm trying to be all fancy these days. But it's annoying because it's an expensive microphone. Bitch, don't work. How long have you had it? A couple years. That's not that long. No, those things should last forever. Yeah. How are you? Sorry I'm late. Sleepy. Why are you sleepy? <laughs> I don't know. I think part of being in your mid-30s is constantly being sleepy. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Did you get eight hours and you're still sleepy? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It sucks. There's nothing really awesome about getting older. <laughs> I feel like every episode we're starting with this like conversation of being old. Though. We're old. And I don't know if I love that dialogue so much. Yeah, but I feel like our listeners can probably relate. I feel yeah. like everyone's like around our age. I hope so. I don't know, though. For the most part. I feel like we've got a lot of like Gen Zers out there who's like big Ooh, into us. Maybe. They're just like, Well, Man. listen up, Gen Zers. Yeah. When you hit 34, your knees start going. <laughs> your knees are bad? All right. So I, my house is, it's, I love the setup because the master bedroom, my bedroom is on the main level, you know? Yeah. But then there's a whole second floor that has some guest rooms, but I don't go up there very often. But when I do, when I go up those stairs, my knees snap, crackle, and pop the whole way. Both of them. Yeah. The whole way up. And it can't be good. Like, it really can't. Like, and I don't know. I've been Googling all morning what to do, like, preventative measures to, like, stop your knees from deteriorating. Yeah. Do you know what? The, I, like, what do I do here? You can take osteobiflex. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah. Osteobiflex helps with your joints. And then I feel like collagen is a good thing to be putting in your coffee every day. I do that sometimes. I wouldn't say every day, but. I do it almost every day. I don't know if it really does anything, but uh, I, I do it. Because it doesn't taste like anything in my coffee. So I'm just like, yeah, if this is great, then it's great. If it's not, I don't know. Yeah, maybe do that. But here's the thing. My knees don't do that. My ankles do it when I no, walk yeah, my, up the stairs. My ankles do it too. It snap, crackle, and pop all the way up. Here's the thing, though. It doesn't hurt, and like my ankles aren't no, swollen same. from it. Yeah. And so my big thing is, is that unless your body starts to swell, there's nothing wrong. I'm probably... Okay, but th that might be the case, but I'm all about preventative measures. This yeah. is why I Botox my forehead. Yeah, Because yeah. I don't want to get to the point where Smart. there's a problem. I don't ever want to get to the point where my knees are swelling, all right? I want to avoid that. Yeah. So, here, so here's the thing. Like, for our horses, our performance horses, mm -hmm. once they turn a certain age, we inject their joints every six months. With um, what? With, with like a hyaluronic acid like straight hyaluronic acid into the joints. 
So I'm like, do they do that for people? Yeah, let me get, surely. Let me get some of that hyaluronic acid in my joints. That <laughs> sounds great. And like hyaluronic acid is like what's in face serums to like yeah. prevent aging on your skin. So like there have to be HA injections for people. That's what I need. That's where I'm. So if you if you've done hello wife tears, if you've done any sort of joint injections or anything like that, and have some recommendations for me, please slide into my DM and let me know because the knees are not sounding great. And you don't even run. Like I run about five miles every day. I don't know. So that's that's where we are. Yeah. Well, good luck. I wish you the best. <laughs> the podcast now is like old people being like, don't forget to take your ginkgo biloba if you don't want to lose your memory. And make sure you take fish oil for your skin and your health. And make sure you take your centrium silver because we're old and dying. Fish oil makes your breath smell so rank. I refuse to take that. I know, but like that's a thing people take. People people are into fish oil. I know that. I know. I know. But then you burp it up all day. I've yeah. tried it. No, thanks. It's nasty. There was a breath mint situation that you swallowed. Do you remember that? I was never really into breath mints. <laughs> that's a weird take. Not a big breath mint guy? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like there's two types of people in this world, and it's people that constantly have breath mints on them, and it's people that just don't. And I was never really one of those people. You know what I did love, though, that were so popular for a hot sec were the Listerine strips that you put on your tongue. Big fan of Listerine strips. Big fan. Love those. I got introduced to them doing Bachelor because you can't have gum, obviously, but mm-hmm. you got you got to make out maybe sometimes, or in my case, never. So, in your case, never. Not one time. Well, one or two times, and then a bunch of times... And then no times, but <laughs> big Listerine guy. But this other thing that I've been doing. So I saw this thing of like how to get your jawline like looking good. And Oh, tell me. I need that. Everyone needs that. So it's like a method. There's like this doctor that made this method and it's you get some gum and you chew it, but you don't chew it with your teeth. You use you use your tongue to push the gum up against the roof of your mouth, and not like in the front of your mouth, kind of in the back. And if and you try to like make the gum flat on the top of your mouth, then you chew it up into a ball. Then you keep doing this over and over again. You'll notice it's like a workout for your tongue. And after like twenty minutes, you're like, damn, my tongue is tired. And so I guess that's what if you if you really work out that, which I guess that muscle below your chin is just tongue muscle. So if you make out a lot, is it the same thing? I don't, unless you're like really aggressive with your tonguing in, you know, with your French in. <laughs> Nasty. Yeah. But I would try it. Dude, next time you get some gum, try it out. Because okay. I did it the I'll other day that. and I was like, damn, this might work. This might be the thing. Probably is not, but could be. Worth a try. Worth a try. I feel like that could be like a TikTok video. It was. That's how I found it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like something on TikTok. You know what else is on TikTok? What? Have you seen this like Sprite challenge? Oh yeah, where you do it and you try not to burp? Yeah, have you done that yet? No, I'm not gonna do that. Oh, I think I'm gonna try it. You should try it, but I, uh, you're not gonna, you're gonna fail. I know, but, but their videos are really good. Dude, the TikTok thing that I found the other day that I use, it, that's so good. This is so cheap of me, but whatever. So we use the Swiffer Wet Jet. Jet. I don't know if you use that or have one of those. I know what it is. So what's annoying about the Swiffer Wet Jet thing is the is the thing that houses the wet. You know, uh-huh. you have to buy new ones of those, and they're kind of expensive. 
mm-hmm. and they've you know they've made it so that the top of it is like locked on there so you can't like unscrew it and like put in you know whatever you want you can't like, right i saw this where someone got a pan put water in it boiled the water then you put the little spout part of the wet jet thing into the water and you hold it there for like 15 seconds or so and then after that you pull it out and with like a towel, you can unscrew it because like you kind of melted down the little teeth that are in there. And then oh. you get some uh, fingernail clippers and you cut off the teeth so it doesn't lock. And then you, I just filled it with like a bunch of water and pine saw, which by the way, smells so much better than what we were, what the original wet part of the wet jet was. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be saving seven, eight dollars a year, <laughs> you know? <laughs> A year. And that's what's important, guys, is seven or eight dollars a year. Hey, that's a whole latte in Los Angeles. Exactly. <laughs> One whole latte. Couldn't believe it worked. I was like, this is not gonna work. And then it totally did. And then I was so proud of myself and I showed Sarah and I, she was just like, what I don't what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm over here, you know, trying to save money for our retirement, Sarah, all right? Sarah, meanwhile, Sarah's out there working and actually making money for you your know, retirement. You know, we both have to pitch in, okay? She can go make <laughs> movies, all right? And I'm saving us about you can 45 sell some cents white a quarter claw yeah. on the golf course. Hey, that turned out to be a pretty good ad. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. All right. We should probably start the show. Oh, I always forget about that. Yeah. Same, same Z's. Um, is it you or me? I think it's me. Go for it. Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Well, Zam Brandy. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. I don't have a bell because I'm in Salt Lake City. Oh, you're in Salt Lake City. That's why I'm I'm in a bed and not my office. <laughs> Beautiful Mormon town, yeah, Salt Lake City. Honestly, I love it here. I just love Utah. Big Utah gal. Yeah, Utah's beautiful. The neighborhood I'm in, and I'm downtown, but I'm like in a little neighborhood. It reminds me a lot of Denver, Colorado, and and give me a ding because you know how much I love Denver. I mean, who doesn't love Denver? It's the best. Yeah, Salt Lake City's awesome. So you're doing a DJ set for the Mormon Tabernacle Choir with with the Norman. Yes, I am. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Uh, the Mormons can party, okay? 
Yeah, because they're all repressed, man. Yeah. This is a terrible thing to say. Like the girls that were the easiest in high school were the were the <gasps> they were the Catholic school girls. They were repressed. You're definitely gonna get shit on for saying that. I went to a Catholic school. I went to an all boys Catholic school. I was also repressed. <laughs> oh my god. I'm I'm a part of this. Well, that's cool. You having fun? Yeah, you know. Just jet setting on the go twenty four seven. Um, I'm here for like two nights and then tomorrow I'm actually coming to LA, so I'll see you in a few days. Oh cool. Come to LA and we LA. can hang out. Yeah. All right. Well, do you got some faith things, bro, or what's happening? Yeah, bro. I don't even know. I can't keep up if you've seen it or not, but did you ever watch We Crashed? No. Oh my God. You're really missing out. I did some other things that I really enjoyed. So It's really good. You have to promise me you're going to go back and watch it. This is the, um, the Jared Little thing? Jared Leto, Anne Hathaway, and it's about WeWork, you know, the community workplace yeah. buildings or whatever that are everywhere. And the finale just aired on Friday. It is just so mind-blowing. Like, So I purposefully watched... This, you know, fictional, not fictional, based on this scripted series or whatever first. And then I finished it and then I went and watched. um, There's like an actual documentary on Hulu. Yeah. That's like the real the real Adam. What's his name? Mm. Um, Newman, the real Adam Newman. And I watched that afterwards. And like it is just also mind blowing to me. And it's so crazy because like it ends and it says not to run it for you, but. You know, eventually, this Adam guy, he's making so many fucking stupid decisions. He's, like, the thing is, like, yeah, he he's a creative genius. It was a great idea, and I and I can't imagine that someone else would have been able to build up WeWork the way he did. Like, it t- took somebody insanely extreme and crazy to make that happen, for sure. And it was a great idea, but then he, start, he did start to destroy it in the end, just not making good business decisions, you know? So they kick him out basically towards the end. It's like a Hail Mary of like, this is going to go under if we don't vote him out of here. And then, and then of course they vote him out and then he sues for, for a shit ton of money. And at the end, it basically says like he went, he took them to court or whatever and he got a bunch of money, but I'm pretty sure that he had so much debt from all the loans he took out that he's basically going to use all that money to pay off his debt. And I'm pretty sure he's, like, just doesn't have any money. But yet he's living in New York, and it says he has, like, three places to live in New York, and I'm just confused by it. I don't know what I'm so, how I'm supposed to respond. Well, to I the... need you to watch it so oh. that you can tell me what the okay. hell is happening with Adam Newman. All right. I'm sure it's just a quick Goog search away, but... Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But it is fascinating. Definitely worth a watch, both the show and the doc, in All my right. opinion. And Jared Leto, not that I'm surprised... He sounds exactly like Adam Newman. Like, the accent is exact. It's very impressive. All right. So, WeWork sounds pretty good. I have a bunch of stuff. Oh, well, I have a couple more things, too. But go ahead. Do you want to hear, like, a pop culture thing that I'm, like, I'm I'm in love with right now? Or, like, a TV show that I'm I'm in love with right now? I want to hear, like, a TV show first. Okay. Severance. I talked about it a little bit last week. Severance is... A lot of people are talking about it fucking amazing i remember last week you were like it's a little slow and i don't know if i should keep up with it and Mm -hmm. i agree with that it's weird and it takes a while the last three fucking episodes are so good and the last like 30 minutes are just or maybe like the last episode is just so great like a really really good television show and i've heard i loved it can't speak highly enough about severance 
you just got to kind of like grin and bear it and white knuckle through like maybe the first like four episodes and then it just gets bonker town. So check that out. You think there'll be a season two? It's hard to say. The way it ends, it totally could. Mm-hmm. But also the way it ends is one maddening, but also like great. It's one of those endings where you're like, oh, I have to make my own decisions about what happens. Like one of those, oh. you know? Those are like the best and the worst. It is. It's exactly right. Well, I, after I was so angry, and then I was, and then I sat with it for a little bit, and I'm like, God, I loved how they did that. Wow, what a great ending! So it totally could. It probably will because I think it's doing very well. But you got to go watch fucking Severance on. It's on Apple. It's beautiful. Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing that. Yeah. Um. Did you happen to watch Anatomy of a Scandal on Netflix? Uh, no, but it's like the number one suggestion every time I turn on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I cruised through it, uh, not too long ago. And I think I brought it up last week and just mentioned it because it was coming out. Great cast, right? Sienna Miller, Rupert Friend. He's phenomenal in it. I think, I mean, he is the lead, but I, he just like steals the whole show to me. Here's the thing. Great acting. Good show. I did like it a lot for sure. Dare I say, though, it was just a little too predictable. Oh, really? Like, I kind of kept waiting for something to happen that was going to shock me, you know, mm-hmm. and some sort of twist, and it never happened. It didn't happen, huh? No. So I, it, like, it ended, and I was kind of like, huh, yeah, okay, that was good, but I, I don't know, I, I wish there had maybe just been like a little more something Yeah. for how like good the cast was and how good the acting was and everything, you know? Well, that's frustrating, but yeah, but not a bad. It wasn't bad. It was a good show, just not a not a, not as great as I was expecting, but still good, still worth a watch. Okay, the one I talked about a little bit last week, Moon Knight. It's on Disney Plus. It's Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke's new Marvel show, mm-hmm. and I really loved it. I absolutely loved it. I loved, you know, how it works is. Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight, which he's basically, he's an avatar for an old um, Egyptian god that's been, like, cast out of the heavens. And then Oscar Isaac also has a split personality. He's, like, a British guy who, like, works at a museum in England. And then an American version of himself where he's the badass fighter guy. And that dynamic between both of those characters is really good. Obviously, Ethan Hawke is a fantastic actor. He's a great villain. Just like WandaVision and just like Loki, there's something else happening. You're not sure if there's another alternate reality, alternate universe. Anyways, I am caught up with it, and I really, really like it. Really like it. So, Moon Knight, go check it out. You love a Marvel Disney Plus show. Everyone does. That's why they're the most lucrative um, franchise in the world right now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Did you start Outer Range? Okay, I did. Yeah. But I only watched like maybe 20 minutes. Okay. Because so, I was falling asleep. Okay. So it wasn't grasping me, but I realized I was sleepy and tw- only 20 minutes in. So I'm going to restart it and try it again. Yeah. Are uh, you loving it? I like it a lot. I'm completely like okay. caught up on it. I will say that. So I'm there. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting because it is straight up like we talked about it last week. It's a Western. It's a lot like Yellowstone, but then there's like a sci-fi aspect to it where there's this giant hole and it takes you into like basically another 
dimension or something, much like La Brea. But Josh Brolin's great in it, and these two like kind of like warring families are great, and then Imogen Poots, I think her name is, she's great in it. You're not really sure how she kind of ties into the whole thing, but go check it out. If you like Yellowstone and you also like sci-fi stuff, I think this one's for you. Yeah. I think I just was really sleepy when I started it and needed to give it a second shot. Yeah. You know what I did start, though? What? Season two of The Flight Attendant is out. I started the first 20 minutes of it. I don't care anymore. And you know? I checked out. I hate to say it because I loved season one. Same. But it's not as good so far. I think what we all loved about her was that she was a mess. She was a drunk mm-hmm. or she was an alcoholic. It was just chaotic. And now she's sober and it's not as fun, I think. Yeah. Well, if you get to episode two. Yeah, that changes. Um, the that hasn't cha- Her being sober hasn't changed yet, but she's still a hot freaking mess. But to me, and maybe it'll get better. I'm, I'm obviously going to stick with it. I like the show. It's an easy watch. But um, to me, it's kind of just the exact same story all over again. Like, it's not different enough to keep me entertained so far. Mm-hmm. Mikael Hausman is the hottest of hot. Like, you can't really replace him. But they did, they've brought in another hottie, yeah. right, to, like, be play that role or whatever. So that'll keep me watching also because he's hot. Yeah, I just, I hope they mix it up because right now I'm like, I feel like I've watched this already. Can we talk about one of my favorite things right now, which is the messiness that is Johnny Depp and Amber Heard? Oh my God. I've just, in the past like 48 hours, started kind of watching some of this on TikTok and shit, wherever people are posting clips. It's insane. Well, listen, I will say this. It seems like TikTok is very much Team Johnny Depp. <laughs> well, it seems like everybody is Team Johnny Depp. Yeah, so, and, and you know, I don't want to upset anybody who's like Team Amber Heard, but is looking a lot like Amber Heard who's a pretty terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm you're just watching all these like court clips and they're like showing all this like audio and video of Amber Heard just being so mean to Johnny Depp. <laughs> It's like, what's crazy about it? It's fucking Johnny Depp. You no, know, like, I know. You know, someone's like, I don't want to fucking hang out with your old friends and your fucking terrible musician buddies and you can play shitty music. And any anybody sitting there would be like, it's Johnny Depp. Like, I would love to fucking listen to him play shitty guitar. Like, that, that would be like the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> And, like, she's so, I mean, she seems so unhinged, like, her shitting in the bed. (laughs) And, like, there's just, like, like, the fact that Johnny Depp's, like, it's not the dogs. The dogs are little. This is a human-sized shit. (laughs) Holy fuck, dude. And I know, like, I shouldn't love how terrible this is, but it's just so fucking bonkers, dude. Like, he has texted some terrible things. Like, I would, like, Mm -hmm. bury your corpse in a Honda Civic, which I'm sorry, it's fucking good, too. (laughs) That's still funny. (laughs) You know, he said some terrible things, but, like, there's, you know, the the tape of her being like, I fucking hit, I didn't punch you. I hit you. Like, don't be a bitch. And you're sitting there being like, oh, my God. I can't believe she's saying this on this tape, you know, like. And if, if it comes out that Johnny Depp never did anything, that sucks for him. For the mm-hmm. past three years, we've all kind of thought that Johnny Depp was a batterer of women. And that's yeah. fucked up. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. My favorite clips are the ones where people will like put text, you know, over what he's thinking, where it's like he's uh, he's more versed at like how the courtroom works and these fucking lawyers that are yeah. <laughs> defending her. 
And it's hilarious to me. I can't wait for the day that the show comes out about this. Oh, like the trial, you know what I mean? Like the, the OJ Simpson tr- the show, like I can't wait for the Johnny Depp trial. Oh yeah. Show to come out. The whole thing of like, she had to carry this like makeup kit to cover the bruises for the past mm-hmm. couple years. And the makeup company was like, um, we didn't put that kit out until like a year ago. So like the timeline <laughs> doesn't work. My favorite thing of it, though, is that Amber Heard was like, you know, I'm not I'm going to give all the money from, you know, the divorce or whatever to a charity. And the charity's like, um, so that was a couple years ago. We haven't got any money from you. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Johnny Depp dressing up like fucking Captain Jack Sparrow and going to the children's hospital. So, of course, the children's hospital is like, fuck you. You didn't give us the money. And Johnny's coming at least and doing something. Oh, oh God. God! The whole Johnny Depp—it's—it's it's terrible, but it's also just so good. It's it so is good. so good. But yeah, it is—it's entertaining. What's going to happen is by trying to ruin his career, she's going to ruin her own. Oh, totally. People just have no foresight. I know. Okay, so I've done a bunch of documentaries. The John Wayne Gacy tapes—have you watched that? I don't. Is it scary? <laughs> I mean, it's fucked up. I know. I don't know. I don't know if it's too dark for me or not. Confessions with the Killer, the John Wayne Gacy tapes. It's on Netflix. Never before heard audio from the interrogation of serial killer John Wayne Gacy threads through his chilling look at his 1970s murder spree. Conversations with a Killer. Okay, John Wayne Gacy killed like 35 people or 33 people. Like he killed a fucking lot of people. It's insane. And they have all of this audio of him kind of like talking about it and boasting about it. What's crazy is they suspected it was him in the beginning and they followed him around. Like the cops followed him around. There's two types of like trailing somebody. One where you trail them and you don't tell them and then trailing somebody and you do tell them and they did the latter and he thought he was so smart and he was going to get away with it. He was talking shit to the cops and thought he was friends with the cops and all unravels very, very quickly. But he was so creepy, dude. He dressed up as a clown all the time. That's so weird. His clown name was Phobo. And he killed so many people. And he talks about how he does it. And it's really messed up who he, he focuses on. He focuses on young boys who in the 70s were homosexual and were running away because they weren't accepted by their families. And the reason why they were on the streets is because obviously we weren't as compassionate as we are today. And this guy just took advantage of it. And a lot of people weren't looking for these kids because they had been like ousted from their families. Mm. And it's fucked up. So sad. So sad. I mean, it's chilling and it's crazy because you have all the audio. You can just hear his entire thought process on everything. So yeah, go check out if you like, you know, true crime glass of wine bed by nine john wayne gacy tapes <laughs> very 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 good but scary but dark very dark i watched like three episodes and then went to sleep and then dreamt about weird john wayne gacy stuff it kind of it kind of messed me up oh yeah see mm-mm. i don't right. want to do that i know have you ever seen those roman commercials romans is like oh it's, yeah it's like medication for guys that need boners you know yeah, it's, they're like on Hulu, the commercials. They're all over the place. If you guys haven't heard it, this is it. Hey, hon. Hey. Want to do some laundry? 
some laundry. Your room and delivery came. Oh, laundry. We can do that. Okay, so the idea is, is that they have a code word, and their code mm-hmm. word is laundry to go do some deep dicking, right? Okay, got it. Want to do our taxes? So for this couple, it's taxes. Their code word is taxes. Whatever you call it. And then, then, so those are young couples that had like taxes and laundry. And then they have the old couple. Is which, this normal? Is this normal? No, of course not. But I do love the, I do love the old couple because the old couple is like just right to the point, right? Want to do it? That's right. Be ready with Roman. You know. Okay. I'm watching this commercial, and it's like it's a good commercial, right? But what I find interesting it's about all right. you know, I, I, it gets the point across. I understand what's happening, but. My problem is, is that the the young people in this are equating sex with fucking chores, things they oh, do not like to do, laundry and taxes. So is this how you think about sex? Like, I got to fucking do my, it's April 15th, I got to fuck my wife, I guess, you know? <laughs> like, oh, man, I've, I got to do God fucking laundry again. You know, like, what, your code word for sex should be something great. Okay, see, this is why I think it's not a good commercial. Yeah. Because it's like no one does that. Like no, and if anything, I would think it would be swapped, where like the older couples are the ones calling it that. Yeah. And the younger ones are like, "Hey, want to fuck?" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just not realistic. I know. I, every time I see it, I'm like, "What's happening here? Why? <laughs> Who calls sex laundry?" No one. No one. Hey, hun, you want to take out the trash? <laughs> <laughs> So in this analogy, babe, are you trash and I'm taking it out? You know? Well, the man is trash. We know that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, your dick pills came. Do you want to, uh, you want to <laughs> empty the dishwasher on my face? Like, it's just very confusing. <laughs> that one got me. <laughs> hey, your ED pills came. You want to go pick the dog shit outside? <laughs> Why the dog shit or what's happening here? Yes, you are. <laughs> That's too good. Ooh, anyways, that was something that went through my old noggin. <laughs> oh, my God. I watched another pretty good documentary called Captive Audience. It's on Hulu. Have you heard about that one? No. It's crazy. It's, so it's a documentary about this little boy named Steven who was abducted at the age of like 13. And he gets abducted by this guy and he kidnaps him and then they move like, you know, 200 miles away and effectively the guy just, you know, tells him a story of like, hey, listen, you know, your your, your parents have disowned you. I'm now your dad. And then, of course, he, you know, abuses him for, for years or whatnot. 13 years later or whatever, seven years later, he escapes and he actually escapes with a, another little boy that was abducted by this guy. And they make a movie about it that was a huge, like, made-for-TV hit in the 80s. 40 million people tuned in to watch, like, numbers that you for the Super Bowl. And so it goes back and forth between the actual story and then the movie that was made. And, you know, they have the guy who starred in the movie, like, kind of, like, reading lines and then, like, also, like, kind of reading actual things the kid says so that's very interesting the way that they treated kidnapping and molestation in the 80s was so was so fucked up in terms of our judicial system the guy gets less time in jail than the kid 
served being kidnapped with the guy. He was right. kidnapped for seven years, and he, he did like five years in jail. So anyways, that part's crazy. And then there's also like the fallout of like he the kid becomes kind of famous because of all this, you know, and and then mm-hmm. and they lived in a time in which like the dad was very much against like going to therapy, which you definitely need to go to therapy if you've been abused and molested for seven years straight. So then it like takes a it takes a really big toll like on the family and of course this kid <clears throat> who then becomes an adult, and then the twist happens. <sighs> Something even crazier happens at the family, and you got to watch it to see. Because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But yeah, like, don't ruin it. I was just like, oh, this is interesting. This is about this kid, and then all of a sudden, it was like, wait, this is not. This isn't the story. The story's about this. Holy shit! Anyways, captive wow. audience, Hulu, pretty freaking good. I would say John Wayne Gacy okay. tapes are better, but this captive audience, I just did not know where it was going. Captive audience. A real American horror story on Hulu. Check it out. You know what I finally started? What? Girl from Plainville. On oh, yeah. Hulu. Sarah loved that. Did you not watch it? No. I'm uh, two episodes in, and it's super good. Also, super sad, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Elle Fanning. I mean, I've always known she's a phenomenal actress, but she is so fucking good in this. It's insane. Yeah. Two episodes in. Really good. Sad. A little dark, but a great watch for sure. Yeah. I know. It's actually something that I do want to watch. Yeah, you should. Maybe my vet's different than than everyone else's vets, but I had to go take the dogs. You know, I got got sent an email and was like, hey, you know, you need to get Boo and Carl their second dose of vaccinations and we need to get this and this and okay so you know please call and make an appointment so i called and he was like all right i got an email from you guys when should i come in they're like all right besides we'll schedule the time the vet is a little bit of a racket let's be fair so i go there and so i go and i'm sitting there and i'm waiting for them to come get the dogs they do like kind of curbside still here in los angeles so they come and get like one of the dogs like you know vet technician comes out and she's like okay so i'll take carl first so what are the dogs here for? And I was like, I, I what? I don't know. You guys sent me a fucking email about the dogs need to come in. So you guys know. I don't know. I don't even know Bordetella shots and fucking seconds. I don't know these things. You told me. You told me to bring them. I, they're here. I don't. How am I supposed to know what I'm? What are you talking about? Go look on the computer. I guess you know. Oh, okay. And then the vet calls me because I'm in the car, and she's like, oh, so when was the last time that Carl got XY shot? Lady, I, I have fucking no idea. You guys did it. It's uh, got to be in some <laughs> database, you know, that like you did the shot. I, how am I supposed to know? What kind of food is Carl on? Dude, la- we talked about this last time. I gave you the name of the thing. I know that you got to have a sheet with all this information. <laughs> Hey, what meds are he on? I don't know. The ones you prescribe him. How am I supposed to know all the names of this stuff? This is crazy. You guys emailed me. I don't know. You know? Yeah. It's like, do you guys have any idea what's going on or not? And that's why I think it's like a little bit of a racket because they're like, you know what? We haven't emailed Wells in a couple months. Let's just say (laughs) the dog's got to do something. Let's bring him in here. A thousand, yeah, totally. a thousand dollars later. I don't even yeah. know what happened. Had no, I have no idea what happened. 
What did they get? Okay. Oh, we got to do a fecal screen. We got to know, you know, we got to do a heartworm medication. Oh, okay. I think it's so fucking funny that, and I'm sure it's a serious thing, but they're like, good news, he doesn't have fleas and ticks and heartworm. And I'm like, we live in Studio City, all right? We have a, we have a AstroTurf backyard and a pool. The dog isn't going off into the mountains to find fucking heartworms, okay? He's not adventuring off into the wild. Okay, I, this is all a racket. We don't need any of this stuff because where is he going to get it from? The fucking Wagyu beef that I served him the other night, you know, like <laughs> I'm living in crazy town. <laughs> that is too good. I mean, here's the thing, because here's the thing. This is what I've learned in my many, many, many years with animals dealing with vets. They will charge you for absolutely anything and everything that they can. Oh, yeah. And a lot of it is really unnecessary. But unfortunately, most people like yourself, yeah. um, aren't as educated on like all the things with the animals to know like what's necessary, what's not, and like all the, all that. But I will tell you, if you're giving your dog flea and tick preventative and heartworm preventative monthly, like you should be, there's really no reason to test them for it because you're yeah. you're giving them the medication, right? Like really, the only reason to test them is if you're not giving them the medication and to see if they have it, so that they need to be. It's a whole thing. So that is one thing that I say no to when I go for my yearly take all the dogs for their yearly exams. I say no to that because I give them preventative monthly. Like, of course I don't have those things. I'm not going to pay you a hundred dollars per dog to check that. When she on the phone was like, so, so what's Carl here for? I don't fucking know. It's your job. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like, it's like they want to convince you. There was a reason for you to pay a hundred dollars for them to do this exam. Oh yeah. So, and then they're like asking all these questions. But like, you asked me this last time. Yeah. Like write it down, put it in the system. Like, but, but it's their way of justifying taking your money is what it is. Like yeah. asking questions like, Oh, what does he eat? Oh, what about this? It's like, no, you already know the answers to these things. Why am I paying you? Yeah. So true. It's a racket. Carl. It's a racket. Other thing, favorite thing that's happening. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but they have found organic material on Mars, which is very exciting. <gasps> I did not hear that. That is exciting. Yeah, so the rover dug down not very far, like maybe seven inches, and found organic material, which means, and it's something that we knew that there was water on Mars at some point, and thus that meant there's going to be organics there. Other thing that they found is there's a bunch of methane in the atmosphere. And why that's important is because all the methane that's like a part of our atmosphere that we have is because it's been excreted by organisms, you know, mm. bacteria and, and whatnot kind of shit out the methane. Cows do as well, you know? Gross. It's true. And so there's a bunch of methane in the atmosphere. And so their thought is, is that not too long ago, there were organics there and maybe some life there that would have created said methane. And that's exciting. Interesting. And that's I think, very exciting. And I think that's what's going to be so fun I play golf with a guy who works for aerospace company that like is working on the things that are being sent to Mars. And they're about to send over a retrieval rover that's going to go pick up all the stuff and then bring it all back to us, all the the Mars rocks and stuff. And what's going to be so fun, and one of my favorite things that's going to happen is, is that we're going to find life there or organics or something, bacteria, whatever. Not like maybe little green men walking around, but like actual life. And life is going to be so 
common that in our little solar system, we found it on just the next planet over. We didn't have to like go so far away into like a different galaxy to find it. It's like, oh no, it was just right here in the next one over. There was life. Also, I don't know if you've seen it, but like what they think was the planet killer, there's a huge crater in on the face of Mars that's the size, the depth of the Grand Canyon, but the size of the United States. It's huge. Damn. Hugely long. So they think that, you know, some sort of object came in and just fucking smacked the shit out of that planet and then obviously killed everything. Yeah. Anyways, organics on Mars. That's cool. Speaking of space, have you seen, uh, I don't know if it's really the latest in, in space tourism, but it's just something that popped up on my, like, I don't know, it's like Yahoo News or something. But there's a company, I think it's called Space Perspective, mm-hmm. is sending people up to space in basically it's like a balloon you should google it so you can see it it's basically this balloon that so like a lot of people are like yeah space would be cool to see but like getting up there is so scary right you have to get on a rocket you have to like experience the g-forces and it's i mean you have to be healthy to do that right like there's a lot of like health risks for going to space i think so their idea with this is like you float up there so it's like a nice relaxing serene ride to space and then you get up there and you float up there for like an hour or two. And this balloon has like a bar. It's like all windows. So like the views are supposed to be insane. And you can get up there and have cocktails and float and see space for a couple hours. And then you float down. And it sounds fucking amazing. Sign me up. However, tickets are 125 grand, And they're already sold out for the first year, which apparently is going to be 2024. All right. Well, I'm going to let a couple people go first and guinea pig this fucker <laughs> for me. And then... <laughs> I like for the price to come down a bit, and but yeah, that sounds. I'm looking at it; it looks pretty cool. It looks sick. I can't wait for this to become such a norm, and those flat earthers are gonna be like, "Fuck, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck!" I was so wrong. <laughs> for whatever reason, like my TikTok algorithm, because I think I like space stuff so much, it shows me a lot of flat Earth stuff, and a lot of times it's people like debunking the flat earth thing but sometimes it's just like flat earth positive stuff and i was thinking about it the other day because i asked the question and i and i remember someone actually dm me a flat earther dm me and and like try to explain it and i asked the question originally like okay if you look into a telescope you can see mars or you can see saturn and you can see it's a circle like you it's Mm -hmm. obvious that it's a globe you know and so what your thought is is that all the other ones are circular but like Mm -hmm. ours isn't like that doesn't make any sense and then someone like responded and like gave me a reason why and i was like okay the other one is is that like have you ever gone to a place where there's like low light pollution and you look up into the sky and you can see satellites you can see oh yeah and you can see that they're kind of circling around you know Mm -hmm. how do flat earthers justify that because I can see the little thing floating around our, our globe. And mm-hmm. it's not like going in a circle above me. It's going like around, you know, it's like going from one horizon to another. It, to me, it's interesting. Like, how do you justify that? And like, what do you think that is? Because if you don't believe that like gravity exists and like we're a big sphere and like that thing is just effectively falling around the earth in orbit, like what, what do you think that is? Like space trash? Can we trash? find a flat earther to come on the pod? I don't think so because it's going to annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I maybe not. Though. I don't know. Would love to pick one's brain, you know? Uh, brain is a 
<laughs> nice way of putting that. <laughs> Somebody's be pissed about that. I love oh, it. Oh, for sure. I know. I know that like uh, probably a lot of our listeners, well, some listeners are into golf. I know that because I see people DM me. I'll keep this one short. There's a 30-30, ESPN's 30 for 30 on Greg Norman, which is fascinating. If you are into golf or like your boyfriend's into golf, you should watch it. Greg Norman was a famous golfer. He was number one in the world for like 372 weeks. He was the big name before Tiger Woods. Uh, he's from Australia. He's known as the Shark. And he had this famously epic collapse at the Masters in 1996, the year before actually Tiger Woods came on the scene and won. It's heartbreaking and it's so sad to you know hear from this guy who's like has to watch it and like live through the whole thing again but then there's also a weird side plot where he's like trying to do this uh like dubai league and like they're using a lot of blood money and like we're not into that so like it's weird that they've given him like a hero's edit but he's also kind of being vilified right now by the pga anyways all that to be said fascinating greg norman 30 for 30 on espn if you're a golf fan or just like a sports fan in general go check it out i think you'll like it golf is life football is life Oh, someone sent me this or tagged me on TikTok. So remember last week I was talking about how like I have this weird thing when I get drunk, I'll wake up <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning and I'm like, what the fuck is happening, you know? Oh, yeah. Someone sent me this and I loved it. And this is so interesting. Can anyone else relate to going to bed drunk and then waking up like four to five hours later filled with anxiety and a cold sweat, like panicking? Um, yeah, apparently that's not just you or me. It's uh, biological. <laughs> So um, I learned this a while back. I was listening to Annie Grace's podcast, This Naked Mind. She wrote a book called that too. Anyway, she was interviewing William Porter who wrote the book Alcohol Explained. And he was talking about how alcohol fucks with our sleep. And if you didn't know, alcohol fucks with your sleep a whole bunch in many different ways. But in this specific way, alcohol is a depressant, meaning it depresses your nervous system. In response to that, your nervous system goes out of balance. So it releases cortisol and adrenaline, a lot of it. About five hours after you go to bed drunk, you're probably not drunk anymore, depending on how drunk you were. Anyways, that cortisol and adrenaline dumps in your body. You have a ton of it. So that's what wakes you up. You're all anxious. You're all sweaty. You may not even remember that you went to bed drunk. Uh, that's your body responding to all of that alcohol in your system. It's the worst. So yeah, that's what's Damn. happening to me. Anyway, shout out to I'm Chrissy Rodriguez on TikTok. She was one who made that. That is what happens to me. I wake up at like five or six in the morning and my heart's just racing. It sucks because I'll, I'll wake up and I'll have to look at my phone for like two and a half hours before mm -hmm. I like get tired again and fall asleep. And I, it's, it's always just like, well, I just hope I can get like one hour before I got to get up. Oof. Damn, Drinking's the worst. It, it, it kind of, sometimes the best. I know. I just... <sighs> <sighs> Like I just want to, I want to be that person that can have like three glasses of wine and just be like, okay, that was seven hours of my life and I feel fine now. You know, how do you, how do people drink slowly? Who does this? I don't know. They're superheroes. <laughs> you got anything else? I think that's all I have this week. Any musics? I was just looking through and I didn't see anything that I wanted to play. No. I saw that our good friends, the St. John's, have some new music coming out. I love them. Love them. They sent us a record, actually, which I'm very excited to throw on the old LP. But this is a song off it called Where Do We Go? Tell me where do we go now? Because I can feel I'm falling down. 
Love them. They're great. They are. They're so good live. I'm, I need to hit her up and see if she's got any shows planned in yeah. Nashville anytime soon. Or Los Angeles. Hey. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Uh, we good? Is that it? I think so. All right. Well, uh, have fun in Salt Lake City. Thanks. I'm going to try really hard to turn up without drinking tonight. Oh, God. Good luck. I'm going to try real hard. And what else is there to do there, you know? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. Uh, and I'll see you in uh, in L.A. soon. In a few days. Hell yeah. All right, Wyatt Tears, we love you. Love y'all. See you. Bye. Tell me where do we go now? Because I can feel I'm falling. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.